Blog Talk Radio. It is now time for your weekly football party. Live from the IMLD Home Studios. In its eighth season, this is In Much Less Detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. With your host, Jay Andre. Well, a ho, 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 and a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody listening. You are indeed here live with us on Christmas evening. In much less detail, the podcast is on the air. We are here live on a Friday night, December the 25th, 2020. I'm Dre, he's Jay, and we're going to sneak in for a quick half hour show, a throwback to the old days, back when our show first started and it was a half hour live every time. Uh, We're going to get in a little bit of football talk and get you ready for the triple header in the NFL tomorrow, the Saturday three-way. We're going to have our picks for that coming up right now. Uh, Jay, uh, how was Christmas in the Jay household? How did everything go today? Oh, great. And and it's over too quick. So I was off off work the last four days, and it's, uh, it's, it's just nice to be home with the family and the kids and, you know. They, they they spoiled me these last few days being home and like I go back to work tomorrow and uh, yeah it'll, it'll be it'll be fun you know that day after Christmas uh, crowd <laughs> if you worked in sales and retail you know it's uh, it's an interesting crowd fortunately I don't work in a business where we have lines out the door with everybody trying to return their Christmas presents so that's nice that's good so how was yours. Very, very quiet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no visiting uh, the wife's uncle, no uh, hanging out with my family uh, online or anything like that. Just kind of exchange some texts, and uh, that was pretty much it. And, and wife made some dinner tonight, and uh, I gave my wife her little present this morning. I opened up the box uh, that I got delivered for her uh, new computer chair and put that together before she woke up. And that's about the closest thing we could come to some sort of Christmas surprise or gift exchange. That's about all we could, about all we could manage. Um, So at least I got her something. Um, No, no, uh, no curse words were uttered. I'm sure during the building of that chair. Oh no. Uh, Very easy to put together. I did not get it from Ikea. So it was not one of those, uh, You don't like Allen wrenches? <laughs> of course, you had, you had to use an Allen wrench. That's a uh, that's a, yeah. a law, I think. That's a federal law. If you put together a computer chair, you must yes. use an Allen wrench. It's a staple. Man. Well, I mean, I, I'm kind of okay, uh, happy with that development in, in life, that everything that you build uh, comes with its own Allen wrench, and you put it together. You don't have to you know, dig around for a screwdriver. You don't have to figure out, do you got the right one? Is this the Phillips? Is it the flathead? Is it the you know, the other kinds that you don't know where that is? Uh, that, that's something you don't have to worry about anymore. So I, I'm actually okay with, with the Allen wrench. I've got probably 30 Allen wrenches uh, scattered somewhere in the house now. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that development. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's obviously in, in, in a weird year. What what better way to end our year? Um, almost. We have one more show this year. Uh, being tomorrow night, 
Uh, but what what a, what a perfect way to end 2020 than than to do a show on Christmas night. Of course, just, just the, the quirk, the quirk in the schedule, um, where we end up with a Saturday triple header uh, tomorrow, and and then the rest of the slate on Sunday. So yeah, we we came up with this uh, idea of to hey, let's just throw up a quick show and make the picks quick, get them on the record versus putting trying to put four picks in two days out on Twitter. Although we won our pick today. So that's hey, good. Yay us. Hopefully you weren't playing Alvin Kamara in your fantasy championship. <laughs> if you're playing against him, I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if you own him and you're playing him, congratulations. You are. Yeah, there's only, fantasy there's only champion. two there's only two ways this goes for you if you're playing fantasy. You're playing against him or he's on mm-hmm. your bench. That's the only way this goes <laughs> for you. Correct. Um, and, and because I, uh, because of all the weirdness with the with the goop, I didn't play any fantasy this year, baseball or football. Uh, I didn't odd. have to worry about it. But yes, trust me. If I was playing fantasy football this year, and if I did make the fantasy finals, I would be going against Alvin Kamara this week. Yeah. That's just how it goes for me. Yeah, uh, didn't see that getting to eighty-five, but. <laughs> I had the over, not that far over. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, okay. I mean, obviously, we have all the chance to talk about some of that tomorrow night, um, you know, and wrap up a crazy uh, week fifteen. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll, have, we'll definitely uh, need to make sure we get a well. Hopefully, we get a wellness check from from Bryce in Brooklyn because. Man. Yeah, that's. That, that if he if he really is the, the Steelers mega fan that he claims to be, then he probably had a coronary uh, watching that Monday nighter. Man, that just, was yeah. something else. Yeah. So if he wants to call in tomorrow night, chime in just to explain to us what that was <laughs> that we saw. Oh, that, that was that was hard to watch. That that was what was that? I mean, we're, we're you were texting each other during the game, and at one point I texted you that the Steelers almost it was almost the end of the first quarter and they had two yards of total offense. And yeah. about six minutes later into the game, that number had shot up to six. <laughs> and I want to say they finished at halftime with a, with 36 yards of offense in the first half. And then, and then a whole lot of Dak time in the second <laughs> half. I think Vince Lombardi has the perfect question for uh, asking about Monday night there. What the hell's going on out here? I think you can't possibly have any other question than that. So yeah, I mean that puts a whole lot of strange scenarios into play for that for that team. And I don't know about all the playoff scenarios, but could could we be looking at that week seventeen game against the Browns being for the division? We could. It's it's in play. That is mind blowing if we end it up is. and obviously that's your flex game if you're NBC. Oh, no, you got to stick with the NFC East no matter what. That, that's what everyone cares about. Oh, oh, no, please, can, can Washington just wrap that up this week, please? Or somebody. Begging you. Begging you. Some, yeah. God. Alex Smith picked a hell of a time to get hurt. Yeah. That was that was not a good showing at all by Dwayne Haskins. Uh, that, was, that was also Dak time. Yeah, um, and, we, and we, we backed him up. That was not our, our proudest yeah. moment. No. Yeah. Uh, well, um, he had a much more shameful moment himself uh, yeah. off the field. I, I somehow managed to lose my lock on a push, and yeah. you managed to lose your lock straight up. 
backing the wrong side altogether. No <laughs> explanation about it. Just got Two it touchdown wrong. Favorite, Dead wrong. Straight up. Dead wow. wrong. Man. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get more in depth with all of that tomorrow night uh, on our full football party. Yes. So yeah, just a little preview for what we're we're looking into uh, tomorrow night, and but yeah, at least we start off the week one and zero, and we and then we had our kumbaya week last week where we disagreed on two, two, two. And, and you got them both. You swept. And me. I, I swept you, you bastard. You swept first, me for a whole week. First first sweep of the year. Yeah, it gets me back from five to three. I think for the year now. Uh, yes, that's made correct. up three, for the, yeah. Three, basically, nine. I got. I got back the two that you took from me the week before. So, so there you go. <laughs> that's just, I, mean, uh, I still, I mean, there's only two weeks left to go in the season. And the fact that we're going into week 16, only three games apart, this is probably the closest one we've had in ages. Yeah. We're, we're angling for a push. We're angling to go into the playoffs, like completely even. That's um, happened before. Yes. It actually has. And but we're we're trying. We're we're only yeah. three apart. But three games apart right now is basically one playoff game. It's a it's a it's it's a it's a virtual dead heat right now. The the one thing that I had uh, written down that I wanted to cover that doesn't include uh, week fifteen action, which we'll get to again uh, all of that tomorrow night. Yes. But just wanted to statistically jump in. You threw out a a possible stat and I'm, you know, I'm the stat boy of the show. So I wanted to actually go uh, and investigate it. You said that you heard that it might be possible that uh, was it 42% of Dak Prescott's uh, career oh, yardage yes. has come in the fourth quarter. Yes. <laughs> and as, as insane as that sounds, it actually would make sense because it's Dak time and that's when he really seems to turn it yeah. on. So I, I couldn't resist. So I had to go you in and actually, I, had, I did. I had to look at the raw numbers and do the raw math. So here it is, the, the ugly numbers. Dak Prescott career, first quarter, is 353 of 544 for 4,016 yards. Second quarter, 422 of 629 for 4,747 yards. Okay. Third quarter, 303 of 446 for 3,643 yards. Yes, okay. there is a jump in the fourth quarter in his career, 422 of 659 for 5,076 yards. Oh. For the grand total of uh, 17,482 career yards, um, and if you put 576, yeah. 5,076 fourth quarter uh, yards, if you divide that into the 1742, you come out with a 29% fourth quarter advantage, which is nowhere okay. near 42%. But there is a jump in the fourth quarter. In 2020, which seemed like extra super-duper Dak time just from the naked eye, uh, the numbers did bear that out. 434 in the first, 413 in the second, 378 in the third, 631 yards in the fourth quarter uh, for a total of 1,856 yards. The 631 in the fourth comprised 34% of his uh, yardage. Okay. For 2020, so there is indeed deck time in the fourth quarter. It's not quite as severe as 42%, but man, it's a lot. That, that's a when you talk yeah. about 34% of your yeah. yards coming in the fourth. I'd be really curious. Also, I mean, I'm not asking you to dig this up, but what that number would have been in 2019? Because I mean, we really didn't start to notice this deck time thing until like last year, it was starting to become a thing that we were talking about quite a bit about how Dak Prescott would have about 80 yards passing at the end of the third quarter, but he'd finish with 340. 
Um, <laughs> there was that specific game that was it the Steelers that came down there and they oh, were kicking the know. Cowboys' ass for three quarters yep. and then Dak somehow turned it up and not only came all the way back, uh, almost led him back to a win, came back I think to cover whatever the number was. I think they were underdogs or something. Yeah. And it was like the Steelers were just killing them and somehow, some way, he managed to rally him back. So that's when I first really noticed, like, damn, this dude. I guess when the fourth quarter comes, he really turns it up a notch. Um, yeah, if I, if I remember to go and look uh, at last year's, and yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I ain't got nothing else to do here. What the hell? <laughs> I figured there'd be a website where that'd all be broken down for you already. So I'm hoping there probably is. There and do the math. There probably is, and I'm not smart enough to find it. But I tried. Oh, let me let me okay. tell you, I went to all of them, ESPN and uh, Fox Sports, and and stat, all these stat services, and they all seem to be able to give you the splits for by quarter and by half for uh the for the career, but not for each year. So that's why oh, I have to go in and figure out each yeah. year. So, well, that's man. How long did that take you to do? Eh. 15 minutes, maybe. Wasn't that bad. All right. With crack production. Crack production staff right there. Yeah, I was curious. What the hell? All right. So we are here. It was such an outrageous stat. So, yeah. Yeah, 42. I was like, damn, that's a lot. But, yeah, it it, kind of would make sense. So I just had to, to scratch that itch and find out for myself. Okay. With that, we are here to get into tomorrow's action. We, uh, uh, we didn't really talk much about today's action. The New Orleans went over Minnesota. There's not much to talk about. The Saints kind of no. routed them and uh, held them at bay and kept scoring touchdowns and more touchdowns and more touchdowns, and most of them by uh, Alvin Kamara. Again, congratulations to him. Um, and with that, Minnesota is officially eliminated from playoff contention, not that they have much of a chance anyway. Uh, right. And now to give you our thoughts and picks for the Saturday triple header as the NFL gets you ready for what's going to be a wild wild card weekend with the, the triple headers each day on Saturday and Sunday. So they get you a little warmed up, a little teaser with a Saturday triple header tomorrow, although it's a little strange because that middle game, uh, you're going to be flipping around your television trying to find it, and you're not going to find it, but we'll uh, get into that when we get to it. So with that, here are our picks for the Saturday three-way tomorrow's Saturday triple header for week 16. And by the way, just to explain, we are coming back again tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, our normal time, to do our normal two-hour football party and break down week 15 and then get into the rest of the picks for Sunday and Monday in week 16. But for tonight, just right now, just the three games tomorrow is what we're picking for week 16. It's going to start off uh, at noon with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the Detroit Lions. The Bucks are 9-5. and five. The Lions are 5-9, and nine, and they are really missing some coaches, the, the Lions are, uh, because Daryl Bevel, the interim head coach, and like the entire defensive coaching staff are all not going to be able to attend this game because of uh, goop conflict, uh, goop contact. Uh, that somebody, uh, some people in their organization got the goop and their close contacts with them, so they all have to uh, quarantine and stay away from the team. So uh, they they got the an interim interim coach. I don't even I didn't even learn his name because it's not important. I don't know what they're going to do on defense. Like their whole staff is basically going to be out. So don't know how that's going to quite uh, turn out. Uh, with the win, the Buccaneers would clinch a playoff spot tomorrow against uh, the Detroit Lions. Um, and injury-wise, uh, Ronald Jones is out again with the goop uh, for Tampa Bay at running back. 
And for Detroit, hey, all props to China Doll, uh, Matthew Stafford, man, playing through some serious injuries, rib injuries, got a bad thumb, didn't know he was going to play last week. He played, he, he played decently, um, especially considering his injuries. Um, and it looks like he's going to be back out there tomorrow. So we'll see how that turns out. In any event, the uh, Buccaneers and Tommy are big 10-point favorites tomorrow afternoon at the Lions. I, I searched and searched and searched for a reason to take the Lions and the points in this game, and I, I just couldn't do it. I, I, I have to take Tampa here. I have to give the 10. Um, the the ass clown bounce has sort of become the ass clown. Can't do it. Cat. Yep, can't do it. The ass clown bounce has turned into the ass clown dead cat bounce. That's the old dead cat bounce, right? I think bounced up for a couple of weeks, and now this team's pretty bad. And it's, it's banged up. The defense is completely banged up. Tennessee just brutalized them um, last week. And I don't expect that same level of, uh, you know, brutalization from Tampa, who, who I still think, you know, is f- trying to find their way. Uh, but we know that Tampa Bay is really good at rolling up bad teams. I, I worry more for Tampa once they actually start playing stiff competition again, once they make it into the playoffs. But as far as beating teams like, you know, the terrible teams, yeah, they're, they're pretty good at that. So, Nice try by the Lions once they fired their coach. It was admirable. They had a nice little run there. They got me a nice little cheap backdoor cover uh, against the Packers. But it, there's just too, too many defensive injuries, especially in the secondary. The Lions can't run the ball, and you can't run on them. So this is going to be Matthew Stafford under assault for the whole game. Um, hope he even finishes the game since they're going to be coming after him uh, the whole time. So I'm not. I, I fear for Matt Stafford out there all banged up and battered and bruised already with a bad throwing thumb. This isn't a good spot for him. I'll take Tampa squish. Is that Chase Daniel is there back? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Which, uh, uh, yeah, he's actually, yeah, he's actually the one who got me the cheap backdoor cover against the Packers. Oh, there you go. Got him into the field uh, goal range. He might want to be warming up basically as soon as the game starts because it yeah. might be one of those situations where you look up and up, Stafford's down, and he's not getting up. So we got to bring in the backup. Um, but Stafford probably will play and, and play the whole game because, like I said, he's he's a tough bastard. He's uh, got rid of that China doll label that uh, teammates gave him early in his career. Um, he he plays. He's he's playing. He continues to play, and, he, and he'll play in this one. I, I don't know how well he'll play. Um, everything you just said, the Tampa and Tommy uh, figure things out offensively when they're playing against crap competition. Is is much easier to figure out your offense when you're not playing against good teams. And the Detroit Lions are giving up 8.1 yards per throw this season. That is not a good defense as it is. That's with coaching. I don't know what they're going to do tomorrow without coaching. It might really get ugly. Well, that's a um, Benny Hill. That's what that's going to be. Pretty much. That very well could be. Uh, a lot of guys looking at each other going, who, who covered him? Who's supposed to cover Who got I didn't get I don't know who's, who's supposed to have him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I concur. Tommy will light up the the Detroit secondary. Uh, Tampa Bay's trying like hell to round that offense into shape, and uh, this is a good uh, opportunity for them to, to work the kinks out and, and do that. Just pretty much just like uh, Drew Brees and the Saints today, uh, uh, rounding out their offense and getting Brees back up to, to form. Boy, you couldn't have much of a, much more of a lighter opponent to, to let you get yourself into shape than the the Vikings. That like Man. no matter what. The Vikings did. They could not stop the Saints. No. So, and the Vikings moved the football some. I mean, they, they they scored 33 points. I mean, they didn't they didn't just roll over on offense. They, 
you, you would have looked up at that game and been like, oh, yeah, you know, somebody told you before the game, yeah, the Vikings are going to put up 33 on the Saints. You'd be like, oh, yeah, they got a shot. Nope. No. Yeah, think about how much dominance that is that you scored 33 and got your ass blown yeah. out. Like it wasn't yeah, close. Yeah, no, that's going to be some Benny Hill stuff right there. I am looking forward to that uh, Lions secondary chasing uh, half-naked women and, and dudes in bear <laughs> costumes around in, in, in that game. So we uh, – here we go, Kumbaya again. Uh, so we concur on That's that two one. That's two for two. <laughs> <laughs> we got Tampa to squash the Lions. The afternoon session of tomorrow will be the San Francisco 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals. I am to understand that this game is not on TV anywhere, that you can flip around all you want all. you're not going to find it. It's Even in Phoenix? I mean, even in the um, local market where they might just – it's Phoenix, so they might just get porn. That That's very possible. Um, exclusively on Prime Video, I am to understand. Um, Prime? Locally, huh? I, 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 oh, so I can watch it on my phone. I guess so. Anyone well, who has Prime Video. I would, but <laughs> I have Prime Video. Uh, I do not. So I don't know how that would work. Now, I think I, you know what? I think I watched it like on my wife's account. She has Prime. So oh, there you I go. I, I, but I'll be at work anyway, so it doesn't matter for me. Yeah, me too. So anyway, this is supposed to be, I, I don't know. I, I'm not uh, uh, intelligent enough on the local market situation to know if that's actually going to be aired in Arizona or not. Um, I know that San Francisco should be very familiar with the surroundings because this was their home stadium the last two games that they played, and now they're back, but they're not the home team. Now they're actually visiting the Arizona Cardinals, so a little confusing there they got to just get off the bus and go to the right locker room just don't go to the to the home one go to the visitor one this time san francisco is five and nine arizona is eight and six uh the cardinals are right in the middle of the the thick of the playoff race uh, with that record but it's still not clinched it's very uh fluid they can still find themselves outside if they uh, come up short these next couple of weeks uh, the Niners are five-point underdogs in this game at the Cardinals, and the Niners do not have uh, Nick Mullins available at quarterback. They will be having to rely on C.J. Beathard. That's really what did it for me. Uh, I think I would have been more likely to take the Niners here to spring the upset with Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, believe it or not, he's actually a step up from C.J. Mullins. Nick M- I'm from C.J. Mullins, from C.J. Beathard. Uh, Nick Mullins is actually capable of putting up some some very respectable numbers, and and, and he's helped keep that offense afloat without Jimmy uh, G out there this year. And we know that the Niners' defense, even missing all the players that they're missing, have been and they've been game. I mean, they're in the thick of a lot of games. They fight hard, but man, this this is this. I think this is too tall of an order. They're, playing away from home all the time. Now you're going to roll in there with your third string quarterback in Arizona for all their flaws, at least they're playing for something. Uh, I think that keeps them five points better than the Niners here. I'll take Arizona and I'll give the points. First game of the season, the uh, Cardinals were seven point underdogs up there in Santa Clara because the Niners were coming off of a Super Bowl appearance, the defending conference champs and the Cards, no one knew what was what to expect out of them. How is the Kyler Murray, uh, New Hopkins marriage going to go right, right off the bat? Are they going to connect? Are they going to click? How is it going to work out? Um, and the Cardinals had all the answers. They won the game straight up to seven-point dogs, 24-20. to 20, and I believe you, I had that one. I believe you did. 
Um, and Newt came out of the gate with 14 catches for 151 yards, uh, set up the Man. game-winning score. Uh, they, they worked out pretty well right off the bat, I believe. Uh, so this one, uh, George Kittle is set to return finally for San Francisco, but you talk about way too little too late there. They, they could have used him a lot earlier than this, but uh, he's finally ready to come back. Uh, but still injury issues for San Francisco. Debo Samuel is now down and, and out for the rest of the year. Raheem Mostert came back, and now he's going to be out again at running back. Um, and that that's part of what made the difference for me is uh, he's their – seems to be their more explosive runner of, of all their legion of runners that they've had. Um, and he's not going to play. And uh, you talked about Mullins that actually uh, he's produced way more than he should have, or way more than um, I think most people would have thought that he would uh, in, in place of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and now CJ Beathard has a step in. Uh, this should be a gift for, for Arizona that uh, the Cardinals have been sort of floundering around, but they found themselves Last week against the Eagles, uh, what a performance by New Hopkins and Kyler Murray again. Um, big victory for them there and putting themselves back in position to uh, sort of bounce back from there. They were like they were going down the drain for a while, but now they're back in position to, to clinch themselves a playoff spot. Uh, yeah, very uh, interesting game uh, because the Niners being such big favorites in week one, and then everything just turns around by the time we get to week 16 with all the injuries and the Cardinals rising up and, and becoming a, a much better team than most people thought. So uh, I'm going to concur. You, uh, you took Arizona twice this year in this matchup, and I'm going to learn my lesson and, and agree with you and take them this time and give the five points. So kumbaya once again, and we'll see if that goes through into the nightcap for tomorrow night. This game will be taking place uh, while we're starting our show, so something that we probably will have the, the TVs on and keeping our eye on it uh, as the game is going on, unless it's a blowout and not interesting by that point, which is possible. Uh, but the Miami Dolphins visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. Both these teams uh, could make the playoffs still, um, but it's, it's looking bleak for the uh, for the Raiders at 7-7, seven and seven, looking much better for the uh, Dolphins at 9-5. and five. Uh, Derek Carr looks like uh, he's going to drag his groin out there and try to give it a go and, and play in this game. I didn't think there was a chance in hell he would make it back oh, the very next game after that injury. <laughs> yeah. Just Did running all like... grabs his junk. Like, what? <laughs> Badly. Okay. Like, it's not subtle at all. Like, ooh, he really grabbed yeah. that one. Um, but apparently he's going to give it a go. Uh, and Henry Ruggs is supposed to return from the goop as well for the Raiders. So they're desperate. They're trying to get all hands on board. Um, and the Dolphins, Mike Gesicki, their tight end, has been making all the plays for them. Uh, he's also supposed to return from his separated shoulder. Uh, the Dolphins, 9-5, and three-point favorites in the desert on the road at the 7-7 seven and seven Raiders. You know, there's something about the Dolphins this year that just does not impress me. And when I look into the numbers, I realize what it is. This is a team that – when you look at them and you go, wait, that's the number one scoring defense in the league? Oh, that's because they turn everybody over. They're number one in turnovers. And you look at on the offensive side of the ball, they don't do anything particularly well. But you know what they don't do? They don't turn the ball over a lot. I think something's got to get here. I'm actually going to take the Raiders here. I think they spring a little bit of an upset. I like the Raiders getting Henry Ruggs back. That offense is completely different when he's out there. And, you know, if, if the Dolphins aren't out there turning you over three or four times every game, they're pretty pedestrian in, in, on defense. I think the Raiders can put up enough points to spring a trap here with the uh, East Coast team going to Las Vegas this time. 
and uh, I think the Raiders keep their playoff hopes alive and put a little dent in Miami. I think Miami's a year too soon. I, th- I think that, you know, maybe we get a few chinks in the armor here. So if Carr was going to be down, it would have been uh, another appearance for Marcus Mariota. And that's he played a, really course, well. He did. It's a completely gif- different game plan if you're going into it with Mariota versus with Derek Carr. You're a lot more run-based. You're a, a lot less likely to be taking chances in the air on the Dolphins. And I think that's uh, the difference for me is I like the Raiders a lot more. You know, all the disrespect that I give to the Raiders and to Derek Carr, um, I like them a lot better with Carr out there than with Mariota. And and I understand Mariota played a a great game uh, coming in during that uh, injury that Carr had. But I think that was a little bit of, you know, I don't have any time to panic because I'm being thrown out here. So let me just ball out and do what I can do. But this one with some preparation, taking on uh, a Dolphins defense that, is, like you said, thrives on turning the ball over and, and making you make mistakes. Um, I actually like the Raiders better with Derek Carr in there, not making mistakes and, and with a lot more experience throwing the ball and taking taking advantage of the Dolphins secondary, which uh, if, if – you know, Xavier Howard isn't going up and snatching the interception. Uh, they can get lit up a little bit through the air, and with Henry Ruggs coming back, that makes a difference too. Kumbaya, oh, yeah, I'm oh man, taking the Raiders. They're desperate. They, they're seven and seven. They got to make that comeback. <laughs> and and I'm gonna agree with you. <laughs> I concur. I concur. Yeah. And yep. I concur. Yep. And I concur. That's four times today <laughs> we've concurred. Uh, we're going to be different with two games one, again. You know, it's funny because this is the one I was like, oh, this is the one I'm going to get over. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to sneak this Raiders pick in by him. And he's going to be like, well, we'll hop it. No, no, not this time. All right. Fair enough. No, I bet. And you know what the beautiful thing is for our listening audience is we only have 12 more games that we can agree on tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for joining us. Boy, Excuse me. Uh oh. You gonna make it? Yeah. Uh barely. <laughs> the kumbaya is starting to overcome you. Uh, barely made it into the uh, after show without completely uh, giving out. Uh, yeah. Um that, that's exactly how I felt. I, and I'm like, okay, I, one upset. I guess I'll take the Raiders. That they, they, I'll take them to bounce back and take advantage of the Dolphins. And, and Jason will probably go with the with the Dolphins. And that when he, that's his team. That's this guys. He's been talking about how hard they try, and yeah. you know you can't count them out. But um, I'm I'm going to sneak in here and, and take the yeah no <laughs> no sneaking in. Uh, you know, you know that, that's perfect though. I mean, it's because I'm honestly I'm looking at this scenario where I think Baltimore sneaks in over Miami. Um, because I, I mean, I I still think Baltimore wins out here. I I think that's just we talked about that Baltimore schedule. You know, yeah. these last two games. I mean, it's just cream puff, cream puff. You know, I mean, it would it's the Ravens, so nothing is a given. Um. And that, wouldn't that just be perfect for them to blow one of these games where it's just like, here's your run to the playoffs, guys, laid out right out before you, and then they find, somehow find a way to yak it up. But, um, 
yeah, Miami, I just, just dig into the numbers. You watch them play. You're like, they're, they're, they're all right. No, I, they don't I, really do I agree. Well. It, it, there's just nothing that really stands out to me about that Miami team. Now, they're well coached. I like Brian Flores. You can definitely see that they're putting the building blocks in place, you know, but they just, you know, we, we would, Arizona's a very similar team, I think, in that respect to me, whereas everything feels like it might be, uh, you know, like next year, kind of like Buffalo was last year. Um, even though they made the playoffs, you kind of had that feeling like, is this all a year too soon? Um, Miami is starting to really give me that vibe. Maybe, and Arizona has been doing that too. I mean, Arizona made to sort of back their way in because it's the NFC and there's really nobody left. And God, they can't be the Bears. God, no, not the Bears. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just so stunned at what Chicago is, is doing right now. I can't see like any where, of their like where does it come from? I, I don't know. I, I can't see any of their games. Not you know not being in Chicago. Yeah. I can't I, I can't sit there and watch and go. Oh, I see why Mitch Trubisky is, is playing completely different than he is the last yeah. couple of games that I saw him. But apparently he is. And, and why is David Montgomery running completely different than the last time I saw? It? Yeah, everything offensively has turned around for them in the last, like, three games or so. And I, I right. haven't seen those games. I don't know how that's happened. Um, I wish I could see those games because I, I don't I don't believe it. I don't understand it. I don't believe in it. <laughs> yes, um, it's the White Mouse. They're, they're the White Mouse team right now. <laughs> There's no way in hell I can I could trust that organization, that offense, that, that quarterback um, – for any kind of long-term sustainability, they've done it for three in a row or whatever. Congratulations. Good for them. Um, but there's no way in hell I'm going to take that to just continue on in perpetuity. Cause right. the, Trubisky's had so many years to, to do that, to put it together in perpetuity. And he always comes up short. He always finds a way to break your heart and, and fail to, to come up big in the right moment. So I guess whatever the closest moment to getting the bears all the way over the hump into the playoffs is, He's going to walk it up to that, and then he's going to throw an interception that makes you go, what? Why did you throw it there? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, my my worry, especially for you being the Bears fan, is that that team and that crew and, and that quarterback are doing just enough to get themselves all brought back. Oh, my gosh. So everybody can point and look at that three-game stretch or this little run here at the end of the season and go, see, see? They're pulling a Dan. They're pulling the old Dan Quinn right now from last year, right? That, that, that would be such a Bears thing to do too. Well, the continuity. We got to keep the continuity yeah. going. So. Oh, but yeah. they were just starting. You know, after Trubisky got benched and you know, and then you know, and they played out with Foles and they, Trubisky came back. He was a different guy. And look at him, David Montgomery yeah. started running and Matt Nagy. Oh, well, he's a better coach now. You know, maybe it's because he's not calling the plays. I'm telling you. We've seen this happen too many times before. Then all of a sudden you'll have all these smart people next year in the off season, you know, Oh, the bears, you know, they made some waves there at the end of last season, completely negating the fact that for like the middle half of the season, they were total ass. Uh, If they do go through all that and bring everybody back next year, uh, you, you got to drop on here. That's perfect for, for something like that. It's just (laughs) totally take me out. Please, no more, no more, no mas. <laughs> well, I don't want to. I don't want to put too much good material in tonight's after show that we normally would give live on the main show tomorrow. So, Get two hours to fill again. 
Yeah, no, I, I meant what I said. I'm 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 good calling it a night and Merry Christmas and go to bed and get up and go to work tomorrow and come back tomorrow and agree with you on twelve more picks. <laughs> and make it a perfect sixteen for sixteen. We've agreed on two, uh, we've, agreed, we've disagreed on two out of the last sixteen picks we've made on this show. Actually, two uh, out of the last twenty picks we've made on this show <laughs> we've disagreed with. Right, sixteen last week and. T- Four already, yeah. So two out of the last twenty, we have disagreed with. I, I I don't I don't have any explanation for that. We just sometimes we get in these lockstep uh, scenarios and we just see everything exactly the same way. And uh, you know, we'll we'll have some we'll have some that we uh, disagree on tomorrow, and then we'll call each other stupid on those like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, you know you know you got to be licking your wounds after that sweep I put on you last week. Ah, uh, respect your elders. Come on. That's right. That's right. And happy birthday. I mean, I. Oh, thank you. You get to enjoy that two weeks. Uh, I'm your senior. Before I join you. Tell you how it all how it's gonna be when you get to 45, and so far how it's gonna be. Always, pain. That was the old, that was always the joke. You'd be like, "Well, I'm older. Well, I'm taller." <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can tell you it's gonna be a lot of pain in 45. I snuck out and. Uh, and, and bowled a couple of lines this week because oh. the, the the bowling alley give, give, uh, was giving out two free games for anybody's birthdays in December. Oh, sure. So I, I snuck out uh, my actually on my birthday and, and did that. And my knee is still hurting. This When was my birthday? Was it Tuesday? Um, yes. And now tonight That's is Friday. Right. Yeah. My, my, my damn knee is still hurting from bowling two games on, on Tuesday. So forty-five so far, painful. Ouch, hurts. So what's your prediction? What's your prediction for forty-five? My prediction, pain. pain. And I think uh, the weather has something to do with it too, being so chilly. Yeah. Yeah, we got a little bit of snow. We had our white. We got just enough snow to have a white Christmas. We basically got like a inch of snow. Much better than you usually. Usually, when you guys talk about snow, it's like. Eight or nine inches or something. By this time last year, we were we were talking about this today, Christmas. Uh, we we had like the kids had snow forts built, and I mean yeah. driveway was oh this year there's barely an inch of snow on the ground here. So, um, it's starting to remind me of two years ago when the same kind of pattern developed, and it was like we got into the uh, end of January, and it was like well this is really easy, we're gonna have a really easy winter with hardly any snow, and then we broke every record. In February and March, we got like a hundred inches of snow in six weeks. Six weeks, so yeah. But you have to know in Wisconsin, don't ever feel comfortable about a lack of snow because that's when it's going to hit you. Yeah, as soon as you start going, us this winter's been easy. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. It shows up. It shows up hard. So I know we got one. We got one that we're watching for Tuesday and Wednesday. Looks like it could give us probably our first. You know measurable versus, you know, literally where you're pushing it out of the way with a broom. That that's not, that's not, no, no. When my kids are out there doing the shoveling, that's not snow. (laughs) That's just playtime, right? Yeah. We got a six and an eight year old that are able to go out and do the driveway and and, and the front and not even complain about it because you barely break a sweat because there's that little snow and you just push it out of the way. Uh, we're still due. I'm sure we'll get it. It always finds a way. All right. So tomorrow night, 
again, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, back with our normal two-hour live football party. Again, breaking down last weekend, the craziness of week 15, and, of course, talking about the games that are going to be taking place tomorrow, including the uh, finale, the nightcap tomorrow that will be going on while we're on the air. Um, And then getting into our picks for week 16, which, uh, again, hopefully is not completely uh, holding hands and and kumbaya all across the board. So So we'll we'll see how that turns out. Real quick before we go, what were our records last week? Because all I know is that I got my two. I wasn't paying any attention to the records because I just was like, I got to get these two. Uh, so the Green Bay game was also a push along with your Kansas City lock. So we had a couple pushes added to our record. So seven and seven with two ties for you and five and nine with two ties for me. Um, ah. Had a real nice uh, early afternoon uh, for, for both of us. And then I don't know what happened in the uh, late afternoon, but we both just went completely down the crapper. Um, but again, you getting those two picks over me, uh, Cleveland, over the Giants on Sunday night, and uh, the uh, Houston Texans get to cover by a point, losing uh, yeah. against Indianapolis. So, so that's it, too. And, and, <laughs> again. That's all I'm going to say. We'll, they we'll get did into it, again. it. They did yeah. it again. But yep. they covered. They did. And for the season, guess what? I'm right back, right down the middle. <laughs> Yo, Bill Alfonso, uh, right at 500, 109-109, and you're at 106 and 112, so only three games behind. So we're we're both pushing that that 500 boulder up the hill, and and right now I'm straddling right on it, and and you're not that far away. Uh, so wow. we'll see how everything turns out. But again, we both got the one today, so it's always good to start off with a W. That's just crazy. Yeah, by 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 your metrics, I think that's only got me like two two point some points behind you right now. For right, something really literally nothing minuscule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I got to get that lock point back. Ah, uh, all year you were leading it, and then I just made this run, and now I'm still up yeah. one lock on you, seven to six. Yeah, well, you made the run, or no, no, I had the runs. My my picks had the runs. Those, <laughs> those some, it is terrible. Um, that that was uh, that was craziness the the Sunday game where you wound up with the push because oh, uh, I had it I had it yeah yeah yep Chiefs had it all right uh, so we'll get into all of that tomorrow we will be back uh, two nights in a row it's uh, very rare for us but uh, we'll be doing that uh, again Merry Christmas to uh, to everybody it's uh, it's so 2020 to wake up on Christmas Day and have all these good feels and. Go to your social uh, uh, whatever machine and and turn on the news and oh look there's uh, Nashville is being blown up okay that's just yeah. it, it's it's 2020 that's all I you did can not say. even catch any I, mean, I was so disconnected from everything going on in the world that's the nice thing about being home and around the kids is I don't do any of that and right. yeah I was finally put my daughter to sleep right before the show I was like I gotta go in the bathroom and sitting there and checking my phone and it's like what the hell somebody blew up an rv bombs i guess is a thing now that's 2020 and not just that but calling the police to it mm-hmm. and calling attention to it before you blow it up don't you don't yeah. want to make it a secret you want to announce it like that's just yeah. bizarre so that's 2020 that's so 2020 that is about all you can say yeah 
Uh, but hopefully we gave you some good vibes uh, despite that, and we'll be back tomorrow with our full show. Uh, he is Jay. I am Dre. This has been In Much Less Detail, the podcast, and Christmas cannot end without this. So now it's officially uh, Christmas right before we go off the air. And I apologize. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.